thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD I repeat 52C7F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord. Welcome to prayer and fasting day number 37 and we're beginning to draw our conclusion on this series and the title of this segment is um, tips testimonies and conclusion tips testimonies and conclusion and um, uh, my contact details are as follows on Twitter you can catch me up on Shola Adil and Soul Ties and tweets then my BB pin is um, soul ties and then you can join up uh, join our facebook group uh by going over to soul ties fb group dot xyz and also you can catch me up on the blog at um, shalaadio.com and my skype id is um, breaking soul ties you can also send me an email on shalaadio at charisministries.org shalaadio at charisministries.org so we continue with our, our segment on tips, testimonies, and conclusion. Uh, the previous segments you can all, you can see them on your screen here. Uh, prophetic utterances require a fight of faith. You can start from there. Days number one to five. We had five episodes on that, and then another five episodes on your personal call to prayer and fasting, and then another five episodes on praying in tongues, baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you don't pray in tongues, if you don't know how to pray in tongues. Uh, or if you don't believe in praying in tongues you should uh, grab these episodes they will really be a blessing to you and then days 16 to 20 we spoke about the god appointed fast uh, primarily from isaiah chapter 58 then we spoke about the word factor in days number 21 to 25 the word factor is the most important factor in prayer and fasting you must never miss the word factor and then we spoke about the Bible examples, a few rather, not the, a few Bible examples of fasting and prayer, days 26 to 30. Then we spoke about the master's view on prayer and fasting, uh, references to the things that Jesus said about prayer and fasting, and also to some of his conduct as regards prayer and fasting. And then we're on the last segment of the series, tips, testimonies, and conclusion days number 36 to 40 we are on day 37 um, today uh, today I'm going to be sharing a testimony about an Ezra fast that I did uh, some years ago like over 10 years ago actually and um, for more details about the Ezra fast you 
can go to episode 27 if you locate uh, if you locate episode 27 you'll get more details um, about the Ezra fast and uh, I think in episode 27 I mentioned that the Ezra fast is about fasting and praying and seeking God's face through his word and declaring God's word over your situation when you are faced uh, with a situation um, that can have a number of unknown outcomes so you are faced with a situation that can possibly have a number of unknown outcomes or maybe you feel a movement of fear you feel a movement of the fear of an undesired outcome in a particular situation then you should embark on an Ezra fast now what, what do we call an Ezra fast an Ezra fast is you know that which is when you fast and seek God's face uh, concerning a situation that you think or you fear might not turn out uh, with a desired outcome so and what you do in the Ezra fast is that you get scriptures you get scriptures about that situation you get scriptures that cover you in that situation scriptures that clearly indicate the outcome that you desire about that situation that lies ahead of you in the future and you begin to declare those words you begin to declare those words against that situation you begin to pray in tongues you begin to pray in the spirit and begin to ask for divine direction from god about that situation and you are also um, declaring words of divine protection over you over yourself or over your family within that situation as well and we're talking about a situation that is a bit in the future you have the time to influence it through prayer and fasting and then you embark on the ezra fast now the reason i'll call it the ezra fast is because it was a guy called ezra who fasted that way so we'll just call it the ezra fast and what had happened was that he had a stash of gold and um precious metals that he wanted to transport to jerusalem and in those days i mean it's not like today where you have you know like security and all that stuff in those days they were very very unstructured very unregulated so you could just be going with such a stash and get attacked by armed robbers or get attacked by bandits and if you if you uh, read the book of Ezra, before he made that journey, he had already told the king that he would not be requiring any of his escorts or any of his assistants. So he had already made that declaration. He made that proclamation already. So, But when he was faced with the situation, I mean, it, it was such that it would have made a lot of sense for him to go back to the king to ask for detailed ex escorts to assist him in moving the precious metals to Jerusalem where the temple and the wall were going to be rebuilt. But he then decided that he wasn't going to do any of that, but that he was going to just face God squarely. So that was why he declared the fast. But you can get more details on episode 27. And um, usually uh, when I uh, you know, put out a fast, um, more like it, when I fast personally, they're about... Uh, mostly about personal issues that I most likely will not even discuss even uh, by way of testimony so I'm actually very selective 
um, about personal testimonies that I give um, about fasting and prayer. But this particular one, I think, will bless you. And it happened quite a long time ago. And the Bible says that, you know, that when you fast, that your father who seeth you in secret shall reward you openly. So it means that when you are fasting secretly, the outcome of that secret fast must be an open reward and in this situation we already uh, have seen the open reward so i can talk about the open reward because everybody can see the open reward now the testimony really was um, about the way our child was born uh, deborah Ianulua. now what had happened was that we did not have a child for several uh, years after we got married now this was like eight to nine years you know after we got married and then uh, we've had a history of um, ectopic pregnancy and miscarriage as well. And you see, when these kind of things happen, you've got to understand that God is not the orchestrator of evil and hurt and pain and tragedy in anybody's life, in your life or in anybody's life. Um, I don't believe in statements like uh, what shall be, shall be. It's nonsense. Seriously, it is nonsense. Because as a Christian and as a believer, with God's power through his word, and as you fast and pray, you actually have the ability and the power to influence situations in your life. You can influence situations in your life. Uh, you can definitely can influence situations a whole lot in your life. So we had seen this happen. It was heartbreaking for us. Uh, the, the ectopic pregnancy was heartbreaking for us. The uh, miscarriage was heartbreaking for us. Now on this occasion, um, so and she had not, wife had not gotten pregnant for several years after that. But on this particular occasion, then she got pregnant. And what were we going to do? The first thing that came to our mind was that, oh, how my mind rather was that how long was this going to last? You know, it's like you've seen the ectopic trouble. Uh, the first one turned to ectopic. The second one turned to a miscarriage. So this is the third one now that i know of i mean so it's like i mean that yes we we know that this is a pregnancy and how long is this gonna last you know so the fear you know will start seeping in into your mind the moment you get into that kind of situation you should declare an ezra fast and begin to declare what the word of the Lord says. So what had happened was that, you know, the pregnancy progressed, you know, I was thanking God, we're excited and all the rest. We went for scans, went for all sorts, you know, the stomach was bulging. And so it was like, I looked at it and I just thought, oh, okay, I mean, this is going to, I mean, this is really going according to plan. I mean, this was like a dream. So uh, we had um, an expected delivery date of December 22nd. Uh, 2005 and um, one thing just seeped into my spirit in fact what had happened was that um, I had a I had a conversation with uh, my friend in Lagos pastor Oju Oyemade and you know and he told me he told me uh, specifically he said you must thank God every day uh, for this pregnancy till the child is born that you must keep thanking God and keep worshipping God and keep praising him and uh, as you do that uh, things will come out according to God's word so I had been doing that you know on a daily basis thanking God and praising God and you know declaring God's word so 
and now because the expected delivery date was 22nd of january of december that year i then decided that oh you know what let me go on an ezra fast i didn't even know that i'll call it an ezra fast all i just knew was that look i mean we're heading towards delivery and you see that is the last point at which you can have a credible threat about the child being born that oh, okay we've went past all through the stages that we never got to ever in our lives but then you still have the delivery date you know to face you know and everything pointed to uh, medically pointed to the fact that there was going to be a good um delivery and um so i i on the first of december i decided to start fasting and uh, what i would do is at 12 noon at work since i was fasting it means i could not go for lunch so i'll go to the rooftop of the building where people some people just go there to smoke or just walk around so i'll go there to walk around the top of the building and declare god's word for one hour at us i'll go there every day so december 1st i'll go there praying tongues declare god's word for one hour second december 2nd go there every day declare god's word for one hour at the weekend walk around the house declare god's word for one hour and i kept doing that and kept doing that december 1st to december 21st now on the 21st when i broke my fast i know at that point you know i began to talk about you know uh this uh words i i don't understand them too much you know words like uh dilation and all the rest so what they said that you know we should keep doing exercises so we actually went on a walk around the town you know so that uh, things can get in shape so by that night of the 21st went to the hospital and they said oh no it's still a lot of time but she she can wait in the hospital and you can go so i went back home and um, i was still expectant and i knew that i had fasted i had prayed i had declared god's word divine protection i had declared a safe childbirth and all the rest you know so um we got i got called almost immediately um that um, i should come that uh, it's about to happen so i drove there you know very quick and i just walked in on her i you know as i just walked in on her on morning while you know she was screaming and uh, i was barely there for five seconds when the baby popped out poor you know the, she just popped out poor you know and um, she started crying and you know it was like this is a dream come true i can never forget that moment i can never ever ever forget that moment now the next thing was that after the baby was born she um money began to lose blood very quickly very fast and before we knew what was happening she began to lapse into unconsciousness and the last thing she said to me was that oh shall i keep praying for me keep praying for me you know and the funny thing was that because i had prayed i had fasted at you know it's like i had prayed myself out i didn't know what else what else prayer i should pray i just looked at her and i just remembered all the things that i had declared for 21 days i just said nah 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 there's no tragedy here everything is going to be fine if i rather than panic i brought out my camera and started taking pictures and videos of the baby that was crying while the staff and the midwives were running around panicking they sent for cover from the theater that look we have an episode here please come quick and this episode lasted for two hours now in such a situation they would have cleared you out they would have cleared you out of the place you know they would have cleared you out of the place because this was a 
an emergency situation so that you don't disturb them i was there you know because they didn't expect this to happen so i was even like acting for them you know like um they say okay bring that scapel bring that scissors bring that so i was actually moving stuff for them right there as though i was one of their staff and um, in two hours and, and in two hours she came back uh, sorry that was my wake up alarm and in two hours she came back you know and uh, she came back um alive and well she was able to carry her baby she was able to feed the baby and i believe that the ezra fast went a lot in influencing this outcome i think that my reaction to it or even the situation itself might have turned out different if we did not i did not put in an ezra fast for 21 days to declare god's word over the childbirth over everything that i could think of for 21 days so if there is a situation you are facing in your life um, that you're going to face something uh, a situation an activity that could have a number of uh, outcomes make sure make sure you go on an Ezra fast and use words and prayers to cover that situation and declare the outcome that you want rather than rather than um, ruminate over the various outcomes that can happen. Declare the actual outcome that the word stipulates that you would have in that situation and hold fast to it. Declare it repeatedly. Pray in tongues repeatedly for hours and be sure to fill your heart with the outcome from the word of that situation and you will see things turn out the way they should turn out according to his word in that situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Hello. Uh, you're welcome to Prayer and Fasting Day uh, number 38 day 38 uh we're very close to uh the end of our series on prayers prayer and fasting uh we'll continue with our segment uh titled tips testimonies and conclusion uh we've uh shared um a testimony uh in day 37 very powerful testimony of um, an ezra fast so you want to pick that up in day number 37 today i'm going to share uh a couple of testimonies as well uh, along the areas of what I call the Esther fast. We did not actually share on the Esther fast, but I can give, give you a very uh, quick primer on what we call the Esther fast. Now, my contact details are as follows. Um, shall I do on Twitter, Soul Ties Tweets, and my BBP in Soul Ties. And then you can join my Facebook group on Soul Ties, fbgroup.xyz. And you can also read quite um, a lot of material on my blog, uh, sholaadio.com www.sholaadio.com and Skype ID is Breaking Soul Ties and then you can send me an email on sholaadio at charisministries.org charisministries.org oh and by the way I'm expecting to hear your lovely testimonies that come out of this uh, time or uh, season of prayer and fasting and teachings of prayer and fasting if 
um, if you have a testimony coming out of this, please do share with me by sending me an email on shalaadio at charisministries.org. Yeah. And um, this essentially is, uh, uh, the, these are the various segments we've taken over 40 days. Uh, prophetic utterances require a fight of faith, your personal call to prayer and fasting, then the importance of praying in tongues during prayer and fasting days 11 to 15 then the god appointed fasting days 16 to 20 then the word factor days 21 to 25 and then the bible examples some bible examples of fasting days 26 to 30 and then the master's view on prayer and fasting things that jesus said and did about prayer and fasting and then lastly tips testimonies and conclusion and we are on day number 38 today tips testimonies and conclusion i'm going to share a testimony about an esther fast and um two testimonies actually or three if time permits for more details about the esther fast you want to read esther chapter 4 verses 12 to 17 and to make that easy i've um uh, copy and paste the scriptures here esther chapter 4 and this is what happened um, there's a guy called Ham, um, Haman, and what Haman did was that he went to the king to secure a decree against the children of Israel. Now, in those days, when you secure a decree from the king and the king has signed that decree, nothing in this world is going to reverse that decree. It is irreversible, it is unchangeable, and it is immutable. That's you cannot humanly change that decree it is not possible and when haman had uh, when mordecai recognized that haman had secured that kind of a decree what he did was that he went to meet esther who was um, his niece who also was the wife of the king but esther told him that look you cannot go into the presence of the king except if you are invited and if you go without being invited you're gonna die so that was what he she told send back to Mordecai. So Mordecai sent back to him and said, send back to her. I said, look, and okay, this is the response that you're gonna see that Mordecai sent back in verse 13. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews, because Esther too was a Jew, and the decree was to kill all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go, because it was an impossible task that Mordecai was given to Esther to perform. And Esther said, look, I cannot do it because if I do it, I'm going to die. And Mordecai said, you have to do it because you are not going to keep quiet because we are in danger here. So what Esther then said to Mordecai in verse 16, it says, go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me. Now, this was the kind of fast she instructed them to fast. I neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. So the Esther fast is a kind of fasting and prayer that you declare when something has been put into writing against you that is irreversible. When a law, a decree, a, a, an ultimatum has been issued against you that you are 
powerless against and you are now bypassing the authority of that law and going into the presence of god to demand for a reversal of that decree and we don't have time to read it now but i remember when esther then eventually went into the presence of the king she went to the king and said that i have come to demand for a reversal of Haman's letter that he had written against the uh, Haman's decree that he had secured against the jews now it is not possible for you to reverse such a decree but through fasting and prayer esther gathered the boldness to go in there to demand for a reversal vessel of that decree and i mean if you read the story through that decree was reversed and haman and his family were destroyed with the same gallows that he prepared for mordecai and the jews did you see that so it is i mean this is a very powerful fast and once or twice in your life you are going to come up against something that is too powerful for you that you have no answer for a decree an ultimatum that is too powerful for you and you will need to declare an esther's fast and so i'm going to um, share the testimony with you now the first one you know has to do um some years back what had happened was um, i used to work in a, in an organization uh and a, and a consulting organization massive consulting organization in lagos and um what had happened was um i left this organization and i believe that the lord led me to leave i actually resigned before i got another place i wasn't even sure whether i was going to work again but i left so and um it then happened that after i left my um it's actually a long story to be honest but let me just make it short i got another role in another massive auditing and consulting organization and it was a very good one it was more than the pay was more than twice the pay of the one that i left so it was a good decision I mean, if you listen to it, I mean, it was a good decision. And it turned out well. A month after we started, or a two, a two, one or two months after I started on this new role, it then happened that um, this organization, because it's a massive worldwide global organization, decided to merge with another massive global organization. So they were going to form a monster organization worldwide. So in Nigeria then, um, both organizations were represented, but in Nigeria, the other arm of the merger was one that was going to swallow us up. So I was in Coopers and Librands. Pricewaterhouse was going to swallow up Coopers and Librands to become Pricewaterhouse Coopers in Nigeria. So the trouble now started. Now the issue was I had, my appointment had not yet been confirmed. So they didn't owe me any obligation. So they could just jolly well say that, you know, you can go and that'll just be it. And I'll be on the streets. And I just had this thing that, wow, I mean, going by what is on the ground, I had no case at all. No case at all. But because I knew about the Esther's fast, I embarked on the Esther's fast. And funny enough, I didn't even, I didn't go three and days, three days and three nights without food. But I went with this revelation that I can demand for a reversal of something that is in writing that is meant to work against me so i went and you know i was praying 
and I was fasting and you know declaring God's word and declaring a reversal of this ultimatum. Now, my boss then who recruited me had to carry our files, you know, into a massive meeting, said to decide who was going to be sacked and who was going to go with him into the merger. And when the story came to me uh, from him that when it was my turn uh the, my when it was you know like they needed to now discuss my own situation um the other people in the meeting said is that not the guy that just started we don't even owe him anything just sack the guy off and let him go and my boss said to him them that look i cannot sack him it's not possible that if i am going into the manager this is a guy i am taking so they told him that well the issue is that we have a quota. If you are taking him into the manager, you have to sacrifice another person in your team who has been there longer than him. The guy said, I was ready to sacrifice. Now, I'm, I'm sacrificing somebody else, but Shola is going with me to the manager. So that was how I went into the manager. And the news came about the guy who was sacrificed. In fact, to be honest, I was, I was even like, oh boy. I was um I was very sad for him. I was happy for myself but sad for him. So I actually went to him and put my hands around him and we prayed. I said, Lord, just do a miracle for this guy. So he got three months pay. He got three months pay um as compensation and um, as God would have it, within four weeks he got another job elsewhere. So that was two months extra pay for him and i kept my job so it was a win-win for everybody and that was what the esther fast did for me and because i had no case no situation at all in in that uh thing now i'll share a second testimony the second testimony has to do uh with a brother in fact he's a pastor now that i know uh in the town that i live in grace now what had happened was that he had issues with immigration his papers were not you know you know his papers were not in place so he had been asked to leave himself and his family of two children and a wife they've been asked to leave now seriously once they've told you to leave you don't have a case anymore you cannot walk you cannot make money you cannot move around freely they if the police gets you they will put you on the plane from uk so i mean that was his situation and this guy was a christian look and this guy remembered that back then in lagos they used to fast he used to pray he used to go to church so this guy just embarked on a massive back-to-back -back fasting this guy was going back to back for days he will go on prayer vigils for days and he refused to bend the rules he refused to tell lies he will come and show me the letters that he was writing there are days on which i'll be going home and i'll see this guy he would have lost weight this guy will go into the woods and pray from night to morning he would pray and pray and pray and pray and this battle went on for weeks and for months and this guy was praying and fasting against that ultimatum that decree that had been issued by the home office against his family um, you know against his family to leave the country to cut the long story short he received a letter back again that he had been given 
the right to stay in the country along with his family. He could now walk, could move around as a free man within the United Kingdom. So that decree was reversed. Look, decrees in your life can be reversed. Things that have been issued in writing against your life can be reversed if you embark on a journey of prayer and fasting on God's word where you sit down to demand for a reversal of things that have been issued against you in the presence of God. I have seen this work again in another situation in my life uh, but there's no time to share this with you but let me tell you if you are a Christian you have that edge to pray and to fast to demand for a reversal of things that have been issued against you so take this from this episode that like esther and mordecai and the jews you can demand for a reversal of things that have been issued against you in writing in jesus name amen Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K A R I S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7 F3CD I repeat 52C7 F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord. <laughs>